Welcome back to the Mailwright Show. We are so incredibly happy, grateful, and excited to be back. It is January 6th, 2022, and today's episode is number 321. And I separated that out a little bit because if you guys didn't notice, that's the same as our countdown, three, two, one. So um, today is absolutely one of my favorite shows of the entire year. We, John and I, are going to talk about, each of us are going to list off what we felt were our 10 best shows or best guests. Actually, in my case, it's 10, the 10 best guests because many of the guests that I like came on the show a number of times throughout 2021. So with no further ado, John, as always, was way more organized than me, and he had his list together. Actually, you know what? Before I forget, John, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to somebody that might be joining us for the first time? That's great. Thanks for that, Robert. Um, So I'm the joint founder of Mailwright. Um, We're a platform that helps you be the champion of your local area. We give you a website built on WordPress and a number of marketing tools that keep you tight with your local lead tribe. Back over to you. All right. So uh, as I was about ready to say, as always, John is more organized than me. And uh, he has got his list over to me. I did not do the same for him. He's going to find out in real time who my favorite shows were and why. But since he was organized, obviously that gives him the right of whatever you want to do. You can go first or second, John. It's your... Okay, second. I'll I'll give you the lead, Robert. All right. So, um, ladies and gents, my my list goes back all the way to the beginning of the year, and I'm going to start off with the one that I think is going to surprise everybody, including John, just, just to get it right out there early on. Episode number 219. And here's here's the funny part, guys. John won't remember this guy. Stephen Ross. Uh, was he not the guy that knocked on a thousand doors and had the book? Holy shit. You did that off of memory? I wouldn't have gotten that right. Yes, that was the guy. I just liked, he, has, he had kind of a quirky personality yeah. on the show. And he, he, had, he was a good storyteller. He was also identified early on in the show that he was an introvert which I identify as being an, uh, an ambivert. So we, we kind of related to each other for a little bit about being introverts yet being in sales, like things like knocking on doors and talking to people and stuff like that. I thought it was a cool show. Yeah, and I, I think it kind of, should, you know, to beat our own drum, never, never, beloved listeners. Uh, um, it, it was a little bit, we just don't have every guest is a kind of either real estate agent or a marketing expert. I try and we attempt to mix it up a little bit. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't <laughs> dramatically. But in this case, it did work, I think, because he's not really into digital marketing. He built his, he built his business utilizing what would be classified as kind of old school face-to-face street mark guerrilla marketing really didn't he which is how i built a lot of my businesses and honestly there's always space john it really doesn't matter what we're doing what kind of business that we're talking about i don't really care what anybody says or tells me digital is super cool it's where i make my living it's the only place that i want to market however 
anybody with a little bit of drive and ambition can still get out there, knock on doors, pick up the phone, make enough calls, you will be successful. And, and Stephen reminded me of that. That's why I like the, sh- the episode so much, is that he reminded me that the basics still work. Yeah, so to continue that, I'm going to go with one. I'm not going to go in the, like, I had an order from one to five, but it wasn't that. I I thought number one was better than number five, so I'm going to do them slightly out of order. But a similar, on a similar kind of subject is Tim Stout. Stout? Um, I think I'm pronouncing his surname correctly. He was the um, broker, real estate agent that came from I think some form of martial art, you know, he wasn't your typical seed as the typical real estate agent, and he just built through will of power. He's just built, and I I got the total impression that he's a totally honest, straightforward guy. A really built up his own his own book of business very rapidly. And then really understood the fundamentals of um, using digital marketing and built up a, a brokerage, a very successful one. And that was show 275. And he just impressed me with one word. When I think of him, one word comes, determination. I loved Tim Stout. He's on my list. If I had to say I would even put him in my top five, what really impressed me about Tim was, I don't know if you remember this, but during the episode, uh, we were talking about somehow it came up, like he just kept mentioning, I've got a coach for this, I've got a coach for that. And he's talking about all this education that he's doing in terms of his own real estate business. Like I've talked to this person, I've talked to that person. Every time it seemed like we mentioned somebody, he's like, yeah, I've talked to those people. And and so I was like, well, how many coaches do you have? And he's like, well, six. And I was just like, I, I just felt like it was such a good representation of a success mindset like it was he was so incredibly like i don't focused (laughs) focused and like hey i'm gonna go learn what i need to learn from the person i need to learn it from but that's the attitude that he kind of got and then i'm just gonna go out and hustle of all the guests that we did I mean, we have a lot of people that have so much polish that came on the show. Pretty much every single other person on my list had a lot of polish. Tim was just kind of like pure determination and grit in my eyes. He wasn't trying to put on like, I definitely have this, oh, I'm going to educate myself and I have like an educated manner. Tim had a determined manner and it's different. It's different. And I love that about him. I think... I think anybody that listened to that episode number 275 could pick up something that they need to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, you, 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 you took it away. Do you want me to go or do you want to go? go? I'm sure many of ours are the same. Yeah, I'm so. <laughs> um, so somebody that we, we interviewed three separate times throughout the course of the year who was a personal favorite of mine in 2021 because I got to talk operations. I got to do 
marketing analysis conversations with him over and over and over again. And I could do, honestly, I could do another five or 10 in 2022 because he was looking at and thinking of, of marketing providers the same way that I do. He was analyzing results. He was looking at spend. He was looking at back end core issues that we never talk about as it relates to vendors, such as can we import or export our information easily? And these are questions that are overlooked and they shouldn't be because in some cases they cost real estate agents and brokers tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars if the problem is big enough. It can get, it can be, some of these issues can be so significant that they can take a seemingly profitable marketing effort and take most of the profit and dump them straight down the hole of some kind of unrealized problem that you didn't know that you're going to have. Chris Anizuski is probably one of the, like he is one of those guys, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and listeners. He's one of those people that's wildly underrated. We don't have enough people talking about real estate from the operations perspective in terms of marketing. We've got guys like like Ricky Carruth and me and Jimmy Burgess and and Tom Ferry. And yes, we're all great and you should listen to every single one of us. You should listen to my partner as well. But you know what? We are all focused on on the higher level, the top tier. You need somebody focused on the nuts and bolts as part of your listening routine. Somebody who's literally going to say, oh, KV Core doesn't do this, this, and this. And, and I didn't like him because of this, this, and this reason. And it may be boring, but you all really need to understand your tools at depth, you know, because they, that knowledge, which is what Chris brought to the table because he was a operating operations guy for a real for a major real estate team that level of knowledge is what will stand and if you don't have it fine listen to somebody else that does or hire somebody else that does anyway i guess i'm on i'm on one i like chris i like i like him a lot yeah i thought you might choose him um right one that's going to surprise maybe surprise you but um is seth price um you know, well known in the industry, um, agreed to come on the show. Really open, very intelligent. Um, answered a couple hard questions that I put to him, graciously, and didn't <laughs> didn't kind of deflect them. Just dealt with them. Um, We'd love him back on the show this year. Um, we'll outreach to him, see if he's up for it. Um, so I thought he that was a great interview. What do you think, Robert? Probably my number one for the year. Not only was he an amazing guest, he's just an amazing human. And um, I have to admit, he turned my... He opened my mind in terms of what may or may not be happening over at Playster. I've started to say them, talk about them again, think about them again, wonder what they're doing again. He opened up the doors of curiosity inside my mind. And I, I didn't think that that would be possible with what kind of service Playster is. Not in the sense of following them intently and really look like 
really paying attention to what they're going to be doing. But he did all of that. He did all of that not through through the force of his just unusual creative and curious personality. Like I, I'm still surprised that he agreed to come on the show. Not that we're we're not worthy of coming on. We are at this point uh, a major show inside the real estate marketing space. But it is he's a busy guy who's who's wearing a lot of hats so it was really and that show was fun we stayed on talking to him for an hour like we were we were we were past one o'clock we were like in one one oh five one ten yeah what i liked what i liked about it is that he knows this subject he's on message but he's not totally on message and what i mean by that we do get some guests that are extremely slick but they're literally what i call and i don't know if robert would agree with this on messages i put if you if you think they have one core message they want to get across and they treat the interview as the purpose of the interview and it does sometimes make it a bit difficult because there's a there's a little bit of over-repetition. Where with Seth, yeah, he was there to promote his business, um, but he was open enough and, gen- and generous during the interview to attempt to answer the direct questions that we gave him, wasn't he? He was. Now, that's a perfect lead-in because this guy... We caught him on a day when he was on fire and he was totally on message. And thank God that he was because uh, he probably did. I feel like for a new agent, somebody in your first year, there is no question in my mind that in 2021, we had one show with one person that stood out above all others to help the new agent. You want to know what you should do. You want to have a general game plan. You want to have a a business plan, an outline, a map, a blueprint. Brad Sugars came on on episode number 318. And I think he had, and I don't know, it was on message, but I don't think it was canned. I just think he was had like three cups of coffee or something. Like I, I just think he was on it. It didn't sound canned, but it sounded like he's done this for so many businesses so many times that he just knew the information and it was an amazing, amazing show. I mean, I sat there in my chair and, and as he was going on for like 30, 20 minutes, like this is what you need to do. One, two, three, four, five, six. And he was doing that with his fingers, just like bang, bang, bang. And I'm like, I have nothing I could possibly add. Holy cow. So well, he—it's like any kind of sport, really good sportsman or anything. You know, he's done it so long, so and obviously he's super bright. But he makes effective communication like that takes a lot of intelligence and a lot of practice. Um, and he really came across really polished, really slick, and gave a load of information. And that takes a lot of experience, training, and ability, doesn't it? It does. He reminded me, I think that Brad was a little bit more fluid. And and even though he's not a real estate agent, I liked that show slightly more than I, I liked 
Michael um, Hollinsworth, mm-hmm. but who was two years ago and it made our top 10 list two years ago. And I still think that Michael Hollinsworth did one of the, but, but yeah. when, when you say, oh, blueprints or canned sales talk or on message, I literally in my mind flash back to that episode with Michael, who's coming on to our podcast in a suit and had every single word that he was going to say, like memorized down to like literally down to the last letter. Like, and, and I've seen uh, and heard other shows. They sound exactly like our show. Like it's, they all sound alike. I don't, I, I have mad respect for people that do incredibly tight, like canned marketing or sales presentations. Yeah. It's hard. You practice it. It's not easy. So I don't have any, I'm like, please don't anybody misread me. No. I'm not being disingenuous. These guys are brilliant. But it was this, like, I, I listened to something that Michael did that sounded like word for word, exactly like yeah, what he did. I, I have, I have <laughs> myself. I think it's time for a break, Rob, and come back. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, listen, thank you so much for joining us in the new year. We're so happy, grateful, and excited to have you uh, be part of our part of our show, part of the people that listen to us, part of the people that deal with us. <laughs> so do us a favor though, if if you've liked what you've heard, if you're on Facebook, if you're live right now, give us a thumbs up, leave us a comment. Uh, if it's not live, give us a thumbs up, leave us a comment, let us know how we did. What, what do you want to see us do in 2022? If you're watching us on YouTube, please smash that like button and the notifications button. Help us uh, manipulate the algorithm. And uh, also, if you could leave us a comment, we'd love it. All right. We'll be right back. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no question asked 30-day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Three, two, one. Welcome back to the mail right show we're on episode number 321 my amazing co-host john and i are and this is robert newman by the way i didn't introduce myself i'm the founder of inbound rem uh we are we are talking about our favorite episodes for 2021 and many of our guests as it's turning out of course are the same so i've taken the last one or two I know that one, at least one person that I have on my list is on your list too. We just covered Brad Sugar's episode number 318. You, you do the next one. Right. It's Neil Shafria. Shafia? I'm butchering it. Schaefer. Sorry. Mm-hmm. He's on my list too. Um, he's not part of the real estate industry. He's a social media expert. And a lot of people... Out there say, yes, I'm a social media expert. Neil is the real McCoy. You know, he's got a large, large following on his social media. And this guy's on fire because I follow him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And we have still have regular little exchanges. And he's coming on my other podcast. And I'll be asking him to come back on ours. Mm-hmm. And he really knows about effective social media strategy 
and he knows how to implement it. And he's really a great communicator. And I think we, I think, I think you were impressed. I was. He's very knowledgeable on social media and, and digital marketing in general. I think that of all the people that you and I have interviewed, Neil is the closest that we've come to what I would refer to as an actual digital marketing guru. Like he is, he is, he has got it all. And what do I mean by all? Neil wasn't just good at social. Neil knows his shit for SEO. He has, uh, he has a major blog. When you Google his name, you find Neil. I, I can't even say the same. I'm still outranked by a guy who's from the Guiding Light, a soap opera. And by the way, I'm an SEO guy. For those listening, I've I haven't put my my feet as deep into social, but I've written about it a lot. Some of my blog posts rank. If you're going to do real estate hashtags as an example, you'll find you'll find me on the first page of Google. So I and I always presume that a lot of you know that because I get I get a lot of traffic to my site. But whatever I get, whatever I've done is nothing in comparison to what Neil has done. Nothing. The guy gets in front of 100, 200,000 people a month every he's, month. He's a machine, folks. He really – and a lot of people, that famous people in social media have people doing their social media. This guy answers my Twitters. This guy, it's him that's actually doing – He's a machine. He, he the amount of material he's producing, and and his knowledge level, and he just you know he he's trying to build a business, a consultancy business in social media, the most competitive area in social media or in digital marketing in general, and. He's not an overnight success. This has taken many years. But this guy's a real force of nature, isn't he? He really is. Just looking at his numbers, uh, socially, he's got 300,000 or so followers. I've got about 50,000 followers. So Neil is, is really like the real, like the real deal. I, I focus very little. What Neil does is incredible to me because he actually responds, as you said, in real time. You got to be connected to your devices and do all that crap. And I, I refuse. I'm not trying to be that. I'm just a content marketer. Like and and so I will answer comments on my blog more than more quickly and my YouTube channel more quickly than I will anything else. But he is live, engaged, for, like talking to people. You want to know how you can do something from zero. This guy is a living, breathing example of it. it. really is. I love Neil. I love the example. I'm super excited for you to have him on the show. I mean, and he really surprised both of us. He pissed you off, which is my favorite little thing is that he was late and he wasn't just a couple minutes late. He was like five minutes late. We're sitting here going, well, we're probably going to have to do the show by himself. And John was getting a little grumpy. He was like, well, that kind me, of sucks. Me get grumpy. <laughs> and there's and then and then he showed up and he was like eating 
or something. He was eating. Yeah, I didn't think this was going to be a very, but then, <laughs> then we got into it, and it was obvious this guy really knows what he's talking about. And yeah, and, and I don't know that anybody in the entire year made a worst first, like, three to five minute impression on John than Neil did. And yet, by the time we were 10 minutes into the interview, it was obvious to both of us that we were dealing with somebody that was just a superstar in every category that you can talk about in digital, which is rare. You want to talk about Twitter? He's an expert. You want to talk about YouTube? He's pretty good. You want to talk about SEO? He's like an eight of a 10. I mean, you don't find somebody mm. who's got all the skills individually. Like I don't, John doesn't, well, neither you, one of us. You, get, you get a lot of people make out they do, but they don't, do they? Right. So yeah, totally agree with you on Neil. Couldn't agree with you more, obviously. Um, let's go on to the uh, the next one, which is um, this guy wins prizes for geeking out the hardest in all of our episodes. So if if for those of you who remember, we got into episode number. It was right around the same time, which is why I'm I'm bringing his name up. We actually did this these interviews with this guy right around the same time we talked to Neil. His name is Isaiah Colton. Okay. Isaiah owns an agency like me, like John. We all have our agencies of different sizes. I think Isaiah is probably the biggest of all three of us, though. He has an actual office with people that come in, and he's got all this shit going on, and he just decided that he was going to do some podcasts, right? But we got into talking about hyperlocal. And one of my favorite memories of this entire year is, is he, like, rolls up his sleeves, and he gets a whiteboard out. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just off to the races talking about hyper hyper local like like i'm just like wow buckle up buttercup <laughs> like jesus he's just he's going. He's, he's but he's um he's a very obviously for understandable reasons he's an extremely busy guy um so he's extremely focused i mean but I think we got him on the roll. We got him on such a roll that he agreed to come back the following week, did he? Or the or the week later? I can't remember. If it was the following week, but he agreed because he got so he got so he he actually loves all this stuff, doesn't he? It's not only about making money. He actually lives, breathes all this stuff, doesn't he? He really did, which is another reason why he was really one of my favorite episodes. It's not that he was real estate specific. It's that he really geeked out on this stuff. Like, like I geek out a bit, and I, I love like the way that Google works. I'm a little bit more esoteric. I don't like all the nitty, like all the details sometimes drive me crazy. Like, like the, how many details you need to be on top of. Like, is, like I let other people do the detail, the list stuff. I love the science, though. The science is fascinating to me. But um, this guy, wow, he really went to town. Like he really went to town on the Google My Business stuff. And you could just tell like he was in it to win it. And I just, ah, it was such, he was so fun. And I know, just just to finish off before we go on to my one, one of mine, Mm -hmm. is that, um, you know, he was right. And I know it's something because your focus on SEO regional or local you're very folk and i i totally agree with it as well it, it having an understanding of all that is really crucial 
as an agent if you're going to utilise digital media correctly. So let's go. Let's go on to one of mine, and sure. she she's a she was she's been on the show a few times. She always a delight to interview. I'm going to try and have her back this year, and that's Dr. Lee Davenport. Um, always very knowledgeable. Um, is a doctor has a P PhD. Um, is a real estate trainer. And but also a real techie as well, loves her apps, always brings great value when she comes on the show, doesn't she? She really does. But did we do a show with her in 2021? I'm pretty like sure we did. we did. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, unless, okay. I'm, lo- unless I'm losing the plot. But she could have. Right. It showed two, 253. What was 253 that? wasn't. No, I've lost it. I think the reason no, is. 253 was 2020. You, right. you, we did an interview with her. At I the tell end you of why. I, I tell you why I've put her on this because she was supposed to come on the show and she had to cancel at the last minute. Unfortunately, I think she got COVID, and um, I'm going to follow her up with her. But she was supposed to come back on the show, but she's still worth mentioning. Even I got it wrong because she came on the show a couple of times before that, and just amazing guest. Yes, no, totally agree with you. Completely in agreement. Just just making a comment about the 2021 thing. But Dr. Lee Davenport is, I, I mean, if you're going to say who's one of your top 10 all-time favorite people to t- just consistently talk to on the show, it's always going to be, it's going to be her. Because she's just a delight. She's like a ray of sunshine. She comes onto the show. She's got me and me and you laughing and smiling. That's on top of the fact that she's an actual subject matter expert. Like she's just a delight and she knows her stuff, which is wow. It's a you know, a double trouble. Do you think now, I'm do you think I make people smile when I go on their shows? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Be I, nice, it's the start. I, 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 I think you make them laugh. <laughs> um uh all right. Krista Mayshore, since we're talking about powerhouse women who, who I don't know if, if she's quite in the same category in terms of making you smile, but she is a delight. Uh, Krista Mayshore, I would say that the reason I like Krista and put her on my list, because she is very much canned, her, her, her interviews are very focused, so there's a lot of things that you may not appreciate but as a digital marketer who understands what she's doing and how she's doing it she's really taking the time to like she's creating funnels and systems and she really gets them dialed in now she charges an enormous amount of money for them and she makes an enormous amount of money from them but having said that she is really in tune with making sure that they work she's constantly spending money like lots of money of our own money. Like when you get really good at what you do, like I spend more money on SEO courses than anybody listening to this show by far. I spend more money on white papers and eBooks and, and funnels and systems than anybody listening. I guarantee it. I love that about Krista because she does the same thing. You always like when you get to a certain level, like when you're making multiple six figures, and you're sitting here, you, it is so very much worth it to drop hundreds or thousands of dollars in somebody else's education package. 
to see if they came up with one thing that you have that you don't know yet. Because if you can take that and add it, like if you're an educator like Krista is, and you can change a funnel or, you know, and, and help make every, every single one of your hundreds of students like a few thousand extra dollars, well, you just made 300 grand by dropping a few thousand. It's, it's a no-brainer at, at a certain level. So Krista was one of my, was one of my favorite guests. How about, what do you think, John? Oh, she knows the stuff and she's very, very focused. Um, and I mean that in a good way. Um, so a little bit intimidated how focused she is. Um, but I think what you've just said just about says it all, and I am in total agreement. We need to close the podcast and then maybe we'll delve some more because I think you've got a bit. I'm not done with my list, so yeah. So we delve with a few more of yours, all right? Um, so you want to wrap up the podcast part of the show? I do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, real estate agents, professionals of all shapes and sizes, thanks for tuning into our first show of January 6th. We really, really appreciate it. Um, John, if you wanted, uh, if somebody wanted to do some research extraordinaire on you, sir, how would they do that? Well, just go to the Mel Hyphen Wright website. It's a great looking website. And book a demo with us, with me or Adam, and we'll show you how Mel Wright can benefit your business. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to learn anything about digital market and marketing uh, as a residential real estate professional, my blog is probably one of the top resources to do that in the country. So that's inboundrem.com. My name is Robert Newman. I am an SEO and inbound marketing expert. I will always identify myself as a, a world-class storyteller, but really um, I get my story heard by being good at SEO. Thanks for tuning in. For those of you who are going to join us on the, the video part, go to YouTube forward slash mail hyphen right, and we'll see you on the, the bonus content. Mm-hmm.